There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange made its UK premiere 50 years ago last night. I spoke with star Malcolm McDowell in 2016 about his Amazon series Mozart in the Jungle, which continued his passion for classical music just like Alex DeLarge. Hey, Mr. McDowell, thanks so much for uh, joining WTOP in D.C. How are you doing? Oh, great. Thank you. Very well. Thank you for having me on. No, are you kidding me? The honor is all ours. We're, <laughs> it's such a privilege. Um, Thank so you. we're here to talk about Mozart in the Jungle, um, Amazon streaming show. Um, it, it had a, a nice acclaimed first season and is about to return for, for season two. Um, yeah. You and I both know what it's about, but let's hear in your own words, you know, in case our listeners haven't seen the show yet, and they, maybe they missed season one but are curious about season two. Uh, tell us a, a brief uh, you know, synopsis and, and who you play. It's, it's a comedy drama basically about an orchestra. That's the very heart of our show. We're <laughs> members of an orchestra, and uh, that's what binds us all together. And, uh, but it's basically lifting the curtain to look into their lives and uh, you know, the, all the personal stuff when the, when the performance is over and the rehearsals start and the whole deal. And follows uh, this young girl uh, is one of the, um, the streams of it, and her, uh, they're played by... Uh, Lola Kirk, who's a wonderful young actress, mm-hmm. and she's this uh, young oboist coming in, trying to audition and get into this orchestra, and you know, moonlighting on Broadway shows, and they rush from one job to another, and they try to, um, you know, um, try to make ends meet in the Big Apple, you know, and and then <laughs> um, my character is uh, Thomas Pembridge, who's um, you know, an eminent conductor who has been uh, pushed up upstairs onto the board uh, of the orchestra and who's now the artistic uh, whatever it is. He doesn't really know what his title means, and basically <laughs> it's just to get rid of him because they want to bring in this young um, Rodrigo, this young, wonderful uh, uh, talent from South America mm-hmm. and played by Gael Garcia Bernal, who's this wonderful actor. Yeah, and uh, they want to uh, make the orchestra more accessible to young people and bring younger people. In. I mean, it's it's Gutemel, you know, in L.A. Yeah, it's exactly uh, based. Uh, I mean, inspired by him, and uh, in fact, Gutemel is in the first show, which is fabulous. And I've What's actually the- worked with Gutemel. I did a Shakespeare piece with the orchestra. It was so much fun down at Disney Hall. Anyway, um, and uh, the first season, my character is in conflict with 
Rodrigo because he's jealous, obviously, and, and also being shoved upstairs by the younger talent. But in the yeah. second season, uh, things have steadied, and he becomes more of a mentor. And, um, you know, but I love playing this part because he's such a dichotomy of uh, emotions, you know, nothing that you think he's going to react to is uh, in the same way. And um, so everything is, uh, you know, everything is sort of um, up in the air and different. And and uh, I just love the character. You know, he's uh, he's like a child, really. And he throws <laughs> his toys out of the pram and uh, he'll react very quickly. And then, of course, you know, in the light of day, um, you know, he'd change his mind and, and stuff. So I never know with him what his moods are going to be. Uh, but, but he's a delight to play and very funny. I find him very funny, very amusing, you know. And, and he'll be talking about, I don't know, to, to a, a journalist played by Jason Schwartzman. And by mm -hmm. the way, Jason uh, is the one who found the book, bought the rights, and it took him 10 years to get this thing going the way he wanted it to you know, work out, and uh, so, you so know... So he, he spearheaded this whole thing. He did, actually. <clears throat> yeah, he did, and I think he then, you know, got his uh, family behind him, and, you know, Roman Coppola yep. is part of the family, and uh, and then I know that, you know, they gave it to Paul Weiss, and, you know, Paul is, is one of our great screenwriting directors, and uh, he's got a, a movie out this year called Grandma, which... I, Mm -hmm. You know, I would suggest all your listeners go go watch this movie. It's a, it's fabulous with Lily Tomlin, one of my yeah. favorite movies of the year, and, and I know he's going to be up for consideration. So, you know, we've got really great people working on this thing, and everybody loves it. We're doing it, you know, because we passionately believe in it. And if you do that, then, you know, you can't go really wrong. I mean, I don't know. We're hoping the audience will be there, and I'm sure it will be. But of course, we're on a new network, as it were. It's not actually a network, but uh, right, Amazon right. Prime. You know, it, it's a streaming service like Netflix. Yeah, like transparent. So we have to try and educate the audience a little bit to, you know, um, I guess they have to order it in a different way. You know, you have the fire stick. Yeah. Which yeah. Actually, I do the voice for the show hole. <laughs> I, oh, that's you in the commercial? That's me, yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Oh, now, there you are, you see. Well, I'm full of surprises. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. As we can tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, it's it, you're hoping that it, it finds its footing and finds the audience, but it's definitely finding, you know, the crit it's definitely finding the critics. I mean, you guys got nominated for for what? Best TV comedy this it's in the Globes are coming up here and I think Gael you mentioned got nominated for best uh comedy actor too. Yeah. Um everyone yeah. will remember him from uh from John Stewart's movie, from Rosewater, and then you mentioned Lola Kirk. Everyone remembers her from Mistress America, Gone Girl. I mean, what's it like working with such, you know? And let's a not forget Bernadette like Peters too, and with Saffron <laughs> Burroughs. And we have an incredible. And there's Deborah Monk, who's one of the great Broadway actresses. I mean, we the talent pool is endless. I mean, uh, really. And some of the guest stars we've had, you know, Gretchen Maul came on, did an mm -hmm. arc, and I don't know how many shows, but. She was around for a while, and she's a delight, and a, she's just a fabulous person. I mean, and, oh, gosh, you know, uh, um, Dermot Mulroney and... Um, yeah. 
Who else? We had uh, Isai Morales. So we've had a great, great, uh, you know, pool of people coming on and, and stuff. And I think they, they love the show. They want to do it because they've seen it and they love it. And it's getting a reputation, you know, slowly but surely that it's uh, really, a, you know, a classy show and people really want to be involved with it. Definitely. And what's it? You mentioned uh, Roman Coppola and Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. What's it been like? What's it been like working with them? You know. You know. Take us sort of behind the scenes of when we see the show on Amazon, we see one thing. But what's it like? Yeah. You know, on set working with those guys, spitballing well, with those guys, and trying to sculpt your character. I know J- Jason slightly better than Roman, um, simply because I've worked with him more, and of course, you know, I work with him as an actor as well as uh, him being my uh, producer direct uh, writer but <clears throat> so if i have some you know, something to discuss i'll talk to him basically because i know he's the writer so i want to you know put, get input but uh he's just a delight you know uh, he's exactly what you see um he's this genuine wonderfully inquisitive um person and uh, who's wants to make it you know, and he and he loves the music. He really loves music so much, and he's very much part of choosing the pieces that we mm-hmm. use in the show. And uh, I, I know that it, it meant a lot to him. And you know, what's really wonderful, and I think we all feel a bit this that if we can, you know, get a few young people to listen to some of these great classical composers, then you know, then. That's a sort of little bonus uh, that goes yeah. with it, you know. And, um, you know, every time I put on a piece of classical music in the car, you know, my kids are like, oh, God, yeah. Dad, you know. <laughs> but occasionally I slip one in and I, I just, I hear silence, you know. <laughs> just the music and I know it's got, it hit home, you know, slightly. It's not fuddy-duddy stuff. They don't know. You know, this is where all great music comes from. They don't realize the Beatles were influenced by Beethoven and and, uh, Mozart probably more than anybody else, you know. And that's where do you think it all comes from? Yeah, exactly. That's the source. It's interesting yeah. to say that too about you know trying to bring in a younger generation to get to you know classical music yeah. and orchestras because um, us being a, a station here in D.C., you know we got the Kennedy Center and they just had um, they've been trying to do the same exact thing. They've brought in I'm trying to think in recent years they brought in you know Kendrick Lamar and Nas and some of these people to play with a live orchestra trying yeah. to maybe bring in a new new generation. So maybe your show can do the same thing. That's really well. That's, that's interesting I topic. hope it can. I yeah. believe it can. And, uh, you know, because we make it, it is a comedy. So we are, you know, but it's not overtly smack them over the head comedy. Yeah. It's just one of those quizzical smile kind of thing after a scene, you know, of, um, I mean, there's so many great, great stuff. And uh, yeah. uh, there's, the, you know, it's just loaded with it. So I just, I just hope we get the audience. I think we will, you know, but it takes time to educate, uh, you know, the great American public to a, a different kind of delivery system, you know, streaming. I mean, we're right on the yeah. cutting edge here. I didn't Definitely. think I'd say that about my career, but, hey, I've ended up doing that. <laughs> 
You've been on the cutting edge of Timer 2 before. Um, you mentioned the classical music, and, man, all, all you have to do is say Malcolm McDowell, classical music, and you think of all those great uses of Kubrick in Clockwork Orange, man. I mean, you've been you've been championing classical music for a while there, sir. Yes, I I, I know. it's a, it's a, a I'm very priv- privileged to do it. But and here's the joke. The ad line for um, Mozart in the jungle is sex, drugs, and classical music. That is exactly the ad line that Kubrick chose when Clockwork Orange. But I think he just had the um, the words an ultra violence added on. And the old and in out that added was the in ad there. line. So, so life has become a circle for me. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Do you? Um, we went into the show a bunch, but let's let's end on the Clockwork Orange then. So you mentioned Kubrick. What was it about his genius and be able to lace in that music like that, and um, you know, to be able to 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 change speeds and you know some of those fast forward scenes and you know you ruining singing in the rain forever for everybody else. <laughs> well, that, that I am responsible for that myself, and I'm, <laughs> I did apologize, you know, to the man responsible, but. <laughs> the thing is that, you know, Kubrick knew so much about these great composers and, you know, he he really loved music and see any of his movies, um, yeah. the soundtracks are revolutionary, you know, and I think Clockwork Orange was the first, uh, the first album from a movie that, you know, to go platinum. It was the biggest selling soundtrack and people realized then you could actually make money from movie soundtracks. They didn't know that before, Clockwork Orange. So, you know, uh, Stanley introduced me to Beethoven through that part, and um, I've been a fan, you know, ever since. Of course, I love classical music, but but I also love everything else. You know, I I can listen to anything pretty much. I love folk music. I love the blues. I love rock. I love it all, you know, and there's no reason why you can't love everything. And final question, if you were with your eyes pried wide open at a screen, what would Malcolm McDowell be watching? <laughs> I would be watching um, Mozart in the jungle because I'd want a good laugh. So I, I don't expect me to say anything else. <laughs> Somehow I knew you'd say that. Hey, that's the perfect way to bring it full circle. <laughs> well, exactly. Hey. Listen, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.